of workers who were considering applying to a new job, one in three of them would not have applied to a job if they knew that it could not have been done remote or hybrid because they value that flexibility. So to your point, even from a talent acquisition strategy, offering that flexibility is becoming more and more important. Are you a business leader looking for strategies and tactics to help you navigate leadership and HR challenges as you scale? Each week on While We Were Working, we bring you our 35 plus years of experience doing exactly this for companies just like yours. For more game-changing HR and leadership insights and to connect with us, check us out at whilewewereworking.com. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of While We Were Working, the weekly show that helps you manage HR and people operations matters in your small business or startup. This week, we have a very special sponsored episode presented by Gusto, and we're going to be talking about research, trends, and products that are going to help your small business succeed. I am personally thrilled about this episode because those clients who work with us know we are big fans of Gusto. We are Gusto partners. And so it just made sense for us to talk about this new research that is now live on their site as of May 10th. So this week on the show, we are going to have Liz Wilkie, PhD, who is the principal economist at Gusto, and Eric Shuckman, who is the head of product at Gusto. Hey, Liz. Eric, thanks for joining. Hey, Joey. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us. All right. So, we're going to have our regular show flow where we go into uh, while we were working and then Consultants Corner. So, it's going to feel the same as, as our, our typical episodes, but you're new to the audience. So, you want to unpack your bios and backgrounds a little bit so people get to know who you are. I'll start with Liz first. Sure. Hi, Joey. It's, it's great to be here. I'm Liz Wilkie. I am the principal economist at Gusto, and I also direct our research program on the modern workplace, which is where this research that we're going to talk about came from. I've been at Gusto uh, for about a year now. And before that, I was doing modern work research in the private sector. And before that, I was in the US government doing international development. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so you've made this transition. You're here at Gusto. Um, we're going to unpack the research. But what's been your favorite part of working a part of the Gusto team so far? Uh, so what closed me for Gusto was just the mission is great. I love the small business community. I think that there it's so vibrant and it's such an important part of American society and the American economy. And it's just the mission and the ability to really sort of understand what's happening in real time and to, you know, understand that pain, pressure and challenge and joy of small business success and to do research on this sort of very special group was just really an amazing opportunity. And I loved the Gusto culture. So those two things together just made it a great opportunity for me. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, Liz, we're glad you're here on the show. Can't wait to unpack uh, the, the research. Eric, what's going on? You're out in the Bay Area, right? Let's tell folks about you and uh, your role at Gusto. Sure. Thanks so much for, for having me. Um, so I'm Eric. I lead the product management team at Gusto as our head of product. Um, I've been at Gusto for almost eight years at this point. Um, hugely passionate about building products for growing businesses. 
Uh, there's an audience out there who just really need help in an increasingly complex uh, employment environment. And so I'm really, really excited to, to help them with an incredible product. Um, before this, I've been doing product management for about 15 years. Um, and then from an education standpoint, I studied engineering. Awesome. Awesome. Well, glad you're here. And I'll ask you the same question. What's it been like being a part of the Gusto team? What's your, what's your favorite part? Sure. Favorite part is without a doubt the people. We've built a team of just amazing, incredible people who are all passionate about solving the same problem. Um, and waking up every day and working with them is just a, it's, it's a huge privilege and joy. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And you, you've got to forgive me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a budding plant nerd and I see you've got something in the back there. Do you know what that is? Can you know if not? Yeah, I do. I do. Actually. <laughs> I do. That's a, a Diefenbachia plant. Oh, very uh, cool. Yeah. Interestingly, this Diefenbachia has been in my family for decades. I think it started with a plantling from my great grandmother. And the trimmings have been passed down and grown for decades. Oh my goodness! So, so that's like a legacy plant right there. It's a legacy plant, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we'll um, we'll have to connect another time. That's not why the people are listening to this uh, episode. We're here to talk about Gusto and more, and we're also talking about the research. Um, you all have a new data report about the rise of remote and hybrid work, which is no surprise, right? COVID has um, challenged us to reimagine how and where we work. Um, but what you have shared is that uh, there's some trends that we need to pay attention to as we sort of turn this corner away from, from COVID. And so uh, we're going to talk about what it means for businesses and HR professionals, and then the new tools, obviously, that Gusto is, is presenting to help us as small businesses win in this new economy and this new way of work. So as always, the first segment that we jump into is while we were working. And while we were working is where we talk about trends, updates, news, things you may not have been aware of while you were busy working. And obviously, we're going to talk about this report. So first question is for Liz. Let's dive into the report. Can you give us an overview or key findings that you've, that you've seen in the report? Sure, I definitely can. So I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge data nerd. And one of the great things about Gusto is that we process all of this payroll benefits, HR information for over 200,000 small and medium sized businesses. And as you well said, the remote and hybrid transformation since COVID has really been the single biggest work transformation in this century, certainly and arguably sort of since modern work you know, came into existence. And so, you know, what we know about the hybrid and remote transformation is mostly based on surveys at this point about how people feel about remote work, what they want, how employers feel about it. But with all the data that we're taking into the platform, we can actually see that transformation happening in real time. So we can really put numbers about how people are behaving against the numbers, right, that are showing up in all of these surveys, right, to talk with a little more precision and a little more specificity about how people are actually behaving and what employers and employees are doing sort of in real time. And what we found was sort of really interesting in the sense that we saw a huge increase in the share of fully remote workers. So we classified them as either workers who are so far away from their place of employment or who are classified as being fully work from home. 
And the share of workers who are fully remote has increased by 240% since the pandemic began. And most of that increase has happened right on top of the start of the Great Resignation as of last summer, which again aligns with lots of surveys that we have done and others have done showing that flexibility is the number one most important factor behind pay uh, in terms of whether or not folks are going to take a new job right as they are thinking about switching, which really has implications for talent attraction and recruitment, right, and whether or not you can get the right kinds of talent into your business. What we also found was that women are disproportionately taking on remote and hybrid work positions. So And that is true across most industries that we looked at. And especially it is also true in areas where you don't think about work from home or hybrid or remote work as being particularly um, possible. So like retail or tourism and accommodations, right? These are industries that we think of as being sort of fully in person or not amenable to remote work. But we are seeing big increases in remote and work from home and hybrid work, even in these industries, right? Suggesting that It's not just these sort of like desk-based white-collar jobs, uh, you know, in tech and communications and financial services that are that are seeing this transformation. Although they are definitely seeing it a lot faster than than some other industries, but every single industry is experiencing these increases, and I think this is just the beginning, not the end, of that transformation. We also did see that every single state has also experienced at least a 10% increase in the share of remote work. And that I think really tells us that this is a broad-based transformation. It's not just happening in California or New York. North Dakota actually was the state with the highest increase in the share of fully remote workers, followed by Arizona and Arkansas. So this transition really is happening everywhere and is gonna have impacts for small businesses across the board. Folks have been watching way too many Ozark episodes and they, <laughs> <laughs> they're relocated to Arkansas. Uh, so, no, this is, this is all fascinating. And I, I love, Eric, that you're here too, because you can, you can speak to product. And the, just the, the unique position that Gusto's in to have this research, um, but then also to track it in real time with your, with your customers is, is incredible because it helps validate uh, the research. Um, so I wanted to, to maybe ask you, Eric, what are some of the things that you, you saw from the report that maybe you're seeing in product or are there questions, comments, concerns that you're, you're getting from users to say, hey, we need to adapt to this, this new challenge? What are, what are some of your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the adoption of various features of our product is mirroring what we're seeing in the industry data around work becoming increasingly remote. And so at Gusto, everything that we build is to help employers and their teams. So that means if employers and their teams are increasingly in different locations, we need to build products and features that support these teams. And what we're seeing is incredible adoption of these features. Um, So for example, um, remote hiring, applicant tracking, onboarding employees with documents and virtual signatures when they're at a different location, paying talent, not just domestically, but internationally. Um, in slightly less than 100 countries. Um, the list goes on. I mean, we've seen just a lot of adoption of these features over the past two years. All right. And Liz, were there 
Were there any surprises that you saw in the the research that you did and any um, any thoughts that you care to share with the audience today? Yeah, I will say I was really surprised at how quickly women have transitioned to remote work. So in most industries, men tend to work from home at higher rates for reasons that we don't fully understand. But since the great resignation, the pace at which women are catching up to the share of remote men who are working from home has really accelerated. And I think, you know, we've seen in the pandemic that the the challenge of balancing work and home and all of the responsibilities of life can be sort of challenging for women and to see them embrace this mode of working that just maybe didn't feel like an option before, but is definitely an option now as two years of working from home has shown us. I mean, women are really sort of grabbing on to that opportunity. And I'm, I was, I was, I think shocked at sort of how rapidly women are sort of catching up and in some cases surpassing the share of men that are working from home. And I, and I will say I was also shocked to see, you know, the construction industry and the retail industry and the utilities and healthcare and education, you know, also seeing these big increases in work from home and hybrid work arrangements, because you don't think of them as being amenable to hybrid or work from home arrangements, but that's proving not to be the case, which means that some jobs are being completely reimagined to be done right by different people in different areas or, you know, jobs that we thought could never be done from home. We're sort of figuring all that out, right? Companies are adopting new tools to do that work from a distance. And and we're sort of seeing that in the data. And I think I was, I think I was shocked because there's this narrative that work from home is something that you know, tech people do, right? Um, and isn't, you know, available to everyone else. And I think that this research disproves that. And that, you know, there is a creativity inherent in our customer base and with small businesses in general who are thinking about how to accommodate the the demands of employer, excuse me, employees who want this as a benefit and as a feature of their work experience. And I think overall what that shows me and what I think small businesses are already, you know, experiencing is that hybrid and flexible work are the expectation by workers now. And that is, you know, we're at the start of that transformation. And so figuring out how to, you know, reimagine those workflows to reach employees and workers across time and space, right, which is something that they do with Gusto, but in a bunch of other ways, too, is really going to be the future of talent attraction and talent retention. You know, we also looked at in our report how um, being a remote worker affected your probability of attrition within the first three months of your employment. And there's up to a 13% reduction in the probability that a worker quits within the first three months if they're a remote worker. And so if you have, you know, a highly skilled worker on your staff, that can be tens of thousands of dollars in terms of replacement costs and lost productivity. So there really are business impacts here for thinking about that transition. Yeah, I, I think for the, the practical application of this for our, our small business community listening is you, you may think that something has to be in office, but it may be to your benefit to, to challenge that. And I always say that um, this past two years or three years now, of the pandemic is is a blank slate opportunity for you to create the workforce that you want, uh, the workforce that attracts the right people, 
that gives them an opportunity to assume some work life. I hate the word balance, but some some management of work life in, in better ways. And so this research is just doubling down on that to say hybrid and remote is, is the way to go. You touched a little bit about this with regard to retention uh, being a big deal. And I can give you a story. We were interviewing someone to, to join our team uh, and we've been fully remote for, since 2011. So it's not a new, new, new principle for us. But um, they were like, yeah, I work at a, a Fortune 500 company um, trading in the SAP. It was one of the fangs. Um, and I just moved 50 miles away into the mountains and I don't want to go back. So I'm entertaining remote opportunities. Um, that's just a story, a case study, but can you speak to maybe some of the research that, that you've seen? And then Eric, I'll ask you, um, about product and, um, how that, how that's complementing it. Yeah. I mean, I think your anecdote is really emblematic of, you know, a lot of experience that businesses are having right now. So we definitely know from survey research and also from this data that, um, so for instance, we're, we'll have a forthcoming survey, but I'll share the result here since it made it into the report that of workers who were considering applying to a new job, one in three of them would not have applied to a job if they knew that it could not have been done remote or hybrid because they value that flexibility. So to your point, even from a talent acquisition strategy, offering that flexibility is becoming more and more important to workers as they think about whether and how to switch jobs. And, you know, we've also seen that in case studies of our own um, of our own customers. Right. So one example is ApproveMe.com, which does like document preparation and uh, document management for small businesses. And they needed to rapidly expand uh, as, you know, all these processes were being digitized during COVID and being able to hire from anywhere for anyone right remotely really just cut their time to hire and with gusto processes they could reach people from across multiple states and across multiple jurisdictions to really bring in people quickly and if you're a rapidly growing business right the ability to bring people on as fast as possible to fill you know the gaps that you need filling was really critical and i think we're seeing that both for you know businesses that don't necessarily need to grow, but do need to get the right people in who have the right knowledge and skills, but as well businesses that have, you know, big growth plans or are growing very rapidly, it's even more critical for them to be able to get the best people they can, you know, up and on board and running as fast as possible. And we're seeing that in the data. And we're also seeing that anecdotally, like in the story that you just shared, and also, you know, in our own customer base. Yeah, Eric, you have any thoughts? Yeah, of course. Um... You know, when I talk to our customers, every customer wants to do right by their team. Every customer, every small business wants to empower their team. And so our, our job building Gusto is to break down barriers for them to do what they feel is right for their teams. Um, and so from a product standpoint, what we've seen is more and more employers hiring employees in remote states. And so, for example, what we do for them is we'll help them register as an employer in that state to make it easier for them to expand geographically and hire employees where the employees want to live. We've also seen employers want to put more control and, and better empowerment in the hands of their teams to give their teams what they need. So for example, something else we released recently is the ability to work with many more 401k providers. 
and sync the employee roster and sync contributions and just make it easy for all parties involved for employers to just take really good care of their teams. Um, similarly, we have Gusto Wallet, which gives employees on our platform a number of tools to just help them be successful in life. Um, and we've also recently launched a, a geolocation feature for time tracking. Again, people aren't all at the same location. What we found is that employers want to empower their teams to take control themselves. Um, again, to give their teams what they need and what they want in the increasingly remote world, um, which is which is the future, as Liz has been saying. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the future, and uh, the future is here. And I think that's a, a great, great, great segue to go into Consultants Corner because now we're getting into the, the the boots on the ground, tactical concerns that small business leaders and HR pros in small businesses are having. And so with Consultants Corner, if you have a question that you want us to tackle, you can reach out to us at hello at jumpstart-hr.com. We're happy to bring that question to you. Uh, by way of responding on the air. This week, because we have Liz, because we have Eric, we're going to talk about hybrid and remote, uh, the challenges that so many small businesses face. Uh, because not all businesses are like Jumpstart, where from day one, the goal was to be remote. There are, there are coffee shops, there are marketing firms, there are law firms, there are construction, uh, to your point, Liz, who said, hey, we're going to do, we're in this together and we're doing this together in the same space. But recently that's changed. So, Eric, you, you kind of mentioned a few of the uh, new solutions that Gusto offers. But for the person today that's listening to this show or watching it um, and they need to build the right solution for their now hybrid and remote team, if they're coming to you, what are some of the things that you're going to say? Go to Gusto because fill in the blank. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, at Gusto, everything starts with our with our mission. It's to create a world where work empowers a better life. And everything that we build and that we put into the hands of customers is to give them peace of mind, help them have personal prosperity, um, and to build great places to work. And so the platform is designed to do this. It's designed to help employers take care of their teams. And to not just be a software tool, but an advisor, um, a product that helps employers and growing businesses navigate a really complex environment. Um, so to Liz, you know, Liz mentioned um, ApproveMe.com earlier. And so another example of something we're able to do for this company is help them find uh, a research and development tax credit, which is a, a government program that actually enabled them to get $50,000 in tax credits. This is money in their pocket that they can reinvest in the business that they would not have been able to find out about um, if it weren't for Gusto to help them understand their business and help them navigate the environment. Um, and of course, on top of this, um, you know, Gusto handles payroll, we handle health insurance, we handle 401k, we handle HR. But us being an advisor and a thought partner to the employers that we serve is really what sets us apart. And and you're talking about the product as it stands today, uh, but there's been an evolution. Um, so could you maybe speak to the evolution of Gusto and how you've met the needs of, of businesses along the way? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. So, you know, if we, if we look back 10 years, um, we had one product, which was 
a payroll product. And what we've done is we've listened to our customers and, and built the things that they've been asking us for all along the way. And so we added benefits like health insurance. We had benefits like 401k. Uh, we've added a number of HR tools over the year to evolve from a payroll product to a platform with many, many ecosystem partners to, to meet the needs of growing businesses holistically. And I think if we look forward, we're going to continue to build out functionality that helps the workforce in, who are increasingly remote. Um, so I mentioned to you, for example, um, recently we've invested a lot in building out state registration so employers can register in new states and international payments in almost 100 countries. These are things that I, I see us continuing to, to build out over the coming years. Um, as more and more of the workforce is going to be not in the same location um, as the the business owner or the HR department. Yeah, yeah, Liz, I want to I want to bring you back into this conversation. Um, you had mentioned those top places where people are relocating. Um, I was I was wondering if you had any insight into those international destinations that uh, Gusto now supports, and really if you see. The idea of being able to relocate as a way to attract uh, talent and to keep talent in your in your business. Yeah, I mean, so we we do uh, support international contractor payments in over almost 100 countries, as Eric said. What we see is that actually uh, not the borders are they tend to be a little clustered. The country where we have the highest number of contractor payments is uh, in Canada. And so, you know, even just right across the border and you know, there are lots of reasons for that that I won't go into. But, you know, we do see sort of clusters of contractors. And so Canada is one of them. The UK is another. The Philippines is another. And, you know, you can you can um, I don't know that people who live in the United States are relocating to the Philippines, except that businesses are searching for talent who can help them do business across time zones and across geography in ways that work for them. And what I would say is I think that's a that's sort of a broader trend that even smaller businesses, right? You used to think about, you know, big Fortune 500 companies as being, you know, companies across time zones and companies that were doing global business or companies that managed a multi a multimodal workforce, right, with employees and contractors and service providers and as the business environment is becoming more variable, right? So we had the Great Recession, and then we had all the talent squeeze, and then we had COVID, and now we're in an environment where lots of things are changing. And that agility is really coming down for our businesses too, right? The businesses that we serve, and they're more likely to need you know, contractors. We did some research last year where the use of contractors has increased by 43%. Uh, per company on our platform over the last five years. And nine out of 10 businesses say that they intend to use contractors at the same or a more intensive rate going into the future. And that's not just domestic contractors, that's international contractors too. We've seen intense growth there. And so I would say that the sort of trajectory of Gusto has been aligned with the trajectory of the customers that we have and the environment that they face where they need more agility to meet specific project needs. So to bring on contractors, domestic or international, wherever the talent and the cost right intersects for them, but to sort of define what they need as businesses because they know their business better than we know their business. What we've really striven to do is to make a product that recognizes that increased need for agility and then to let businesses sort of create the experience that they need in order to be successful. So 
for that, we build contractors and multi-state registration, but also to message and to keep employees engaged and to feel cared for and to create that culture across space. We built these HR tools to do employee surveys to keep track of how employees are feeling and to give companies an opportunity to respond you know, to their employees who are across those distances now, and then to show, right, that caring, even though they can't sort of show up in person. And I think, you know, what we're really just overall seeing is every, you know, is it just a recognition that every business is unique in its own way and needs its own unique things. And it's the environment is changing. And what we need to do is build a product that gives every business the empowered capabilities to write create the work experience that is going to attract great people and enable them to take care of those people so those people can do great by the business. Liz, you you uh, just scratched the surface of what could be a whole nother episode around agility and place of work. And we we've primarily have talked about it from the employee perspective, but you tapped into, you know, a lot of organizations are moving towards contract and contingent work. And we can't unpack that fully here in this show today, but that's another, that's another topic that is, is super, super important. Um, we have some partners in the Philippines and in the Dominican Republic, and it's a, it's a values decision for us to say, hey, we wanna have a positive impact on global economies. And so the way we do that is hire people in in those places but very very brilliant very brilliant to, to see that um you're tracking this and you're putting the the pieces together um eric i wanted to i wanted to end on one note and um i know that that gusto is has evolved to create a better onboarding experience for uh small business customers um, whether that be through ats today one um so on and so forth so could you talk to uh, folks that want to improve their onboarding experience? What are um, some of the features that Gusto offers? Because that's big for us. When, whenever we're with a client, they say, we give them some papers and uh, we hope they complete it. And it's always botched and terrible. So, you'll jumpstart, can you help? And one of the things we do is say, yeah, we'll get you on Gusto and uh, it'll be great. So, could you unpack um, some of the features that you have now? that help the onboarding experience be a little bit better? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, you know, first I'll, I'll just say with onboarding, I think there are there are two things that are really important. One is obviously making things really easy for for the business and and doing more than hoping that that the team fills out the right forms. But the other is just putting your best foot forward for these new teammates. You you want to show up as being professional. You you want the the employee to join your company and really believe like wow this company is giving me a great experience and I am so excited that I chose to work here and so what we aim to do at Gusto is create an amazing journey for candidates and employees all along the the journey from being a candidate through their first day and so we offer an applicant tracking system where employers can put up a job site um, where people can apply. Um, we, of course, also integrate with all of the leading applicant tracking systems. So if a, if a company chooses to use another one, they can use that for, for posting jobs and getting candidates. And then, of course, all of that information will sync with Gusto to make the onboarding process really easy. And then for onboarding itself, we do everything 
digital. So of course we handle all of the, the basic um, government documentation, the I-9, the W-4, but we also do a lot more for the employer. We'll handle um, documents, we'll handle e-signatures, we'll set up the work email address for the employee in whatever system you use, whether it's G Suite or Office 365. Um, what we aim to do is just make the entire process automated and self-serve uh, for the new teammate being onboarded so that they're they're ready to go on their first day. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, we um, have reached uh, the end of our, our show, but this has been a great, great episode. Uh, would love to have you all back at some time. And uh, I don't I don't always, you know, call this out, but Eric, one thing you've said over and over and over again is, you know, after listening to our customers, I talked with our customers, I spoke with my customers. So that speaks to the uh, feedback culture of the organization that you have. And um, that that's what you want from a partner um, in your in your business is someone who's listening. So if you haven't had an opportunity to learn more about Gusto, um, check out the website. We'll drop a link in the show notes uh, if you're interested in learning more about Gusto as well as the uh, research report that is now live on the blog. So uh, happy to connect with anyone and route you to Gusto for uh, your, your business, your growing small business that is becoming hybrid and remote. Uh, so till next time, hope you have a great rest of your day and thanks for tuning in to another episode of While We Were Working. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Got more questions? Then make sure you check out whilewewereworking.com for more tips and resources. Or shoot us a message on social media. See you next week.